Hey folks, Goblin Master Jared here. Just wanted to give y'all an update on our upcoming release schedule. We are going to release Study Break number 10 next Wednesday, May 3rd. Then we're going to have a week off until we release again on May 17th. For the rest of the summer, we will be releasing main episodes on Wednesdays and then their study breaks the following Wednesday, and so on and so forth. If you have any questions, reach out to us on social media or Discord. We want to thank all of you for listening every week, and we hope to keep making the show for a long time. Thank you so much, and on with the episode! Welcome back to Gals and Goblins. I am your host and Goblin Master, Jared Voswinkel, and with me as always are the gals, Lily Persifield. Sawyer Cinderfoot, breaking down walls physically and psychologically. Maddie Lamb. Morgan Star. That's it. <laughs> uh, Campbell Duffy. Esta of House Ruidon. Boy can Sawyer snore. <laughs> and Olivia Rose McCain. Baines, I am Lord of Bugs now, fear me. Alrighty, are we ready to get into a little bit of a recap? Yes, please. Yes, yes please. <laughs> I'm sure y'all remember. Uh, okay, so. I remember the bugs. La- <laughs> uh, last time on Gals and Goblins, the girls heard Talia's impassioned speech and warning on why they should join the Greens. When they realized they were late to bed at the sound of the bell, they had to navigate the halls of the school and avoid the cleaning remnants. Whenever they were in the hallways, Sabina found them and helped them sneak their way back to their room. And then there, they laid down for the night. And that is where we are now. Uh, Y'all are in the room, trancing. Or this is me throwing rocks at Sawyer. <laughs> or uh, or sleeping. Um, we're gonna start. <laughs> so loud. Uh, we're so gonna loud. we're going to zoom in on the uh, snoring uh, <laughs> face of uh, Sawyer Cinderfoot, and uh, Sawyer, you <laughs> are dreaming because you know you're not an elf, so you don't trance. But this isn't like any of the normal dreams that you have experienced before. It seems like you're not dreaming at first, but you're aware that you're in the darkness. And then you open your eyes as if you were awake and you feel like you're waking up. But around you are stars. It is like you are floating in space and it looks like as if you were swimming in Sabina's eyes. There are purple nebulas and a black vastness of this plane. And as you float there, you can see in the distance a small speck of light moving towards you. And as it gets closer and closer, uh, as it gets closer to you, uh, very slowly, you see that it is a massive serpent dragon. moving through space. It is a black dragon with purple crystals around its head like a mane, and those those crystals continue down its long body. It has six legs that are moving as if it were swimming, and the massive dragon serpent slowly and gracefully flies towards you until it gets probably, what? Can I swim towards 
towards it? Like, yeah. I move through this? You, you start moving, trying to swim. You try everything from like, like a little breast stroke to like a doggy paddle. Yeah. And you... I'm doing my frog kick. <laughs> oh. uh, you don't notice the movement as much uh, because you realize as this thing gets to probably about 100 feet away from you, you notice the absolute size oh. of this thing. It is massive. It is probably the size, if you took all of the houses in your little neighborhood and stacked them all in a row, it is the length of that. Mm. Also, as it gets closer, you see that it has bloodshot eyes and the purple crystals on its back look to be corrupted with some kind of red magic. Um, It appears to be sick and it doesn't take notice of you as it soars past you. Um, does, it doesn't even look at you, but it just keeps moving past you. Can I call after it? Yeah, you call, what do you, what do you say? Uh, hey, has anybody ever told you you'd make a great team mascot? <laughs> it just keeps moving. But as you say that, you hear very like a small voice coming from seemingly on this dragon. You hear, Sawyer? <gasps> Sawyer, what What the heck are you doing out here? And then you see hanging on to one of the scales, sitting next to a uh, very large riding beetle, is your sister, Joe. Can you see, can you describe to us what Joe looks like? Yeah, so... Joe is kind of not like the odd one out of the family, but she's a little different. Felicity and Sawyer have a lot in common. Mm-hmm. Joe has um, dark hair and it's kind of braided back into one braid instead of the two braids that, that Felicity and Sawyer rock. But Joe is also like the standard cinderfoot, like very kind of like as wide as she is tall, a very round, rosy cheeked mm-hmm. little halfling. You see Joe uh, hops on this little beetle and the beetle like takes off from the dragon and starts like flying towards you. And then Joe puts her hand out to you and she's like, what, what the heck and heck are you doing here? And then she like pulls you onto the beetle and then you'll start flying back onto the dragon. Oh, I don't know. I don't know how I got here. I just, all of a sudden, I was surrounded by these stars, and I started swimming. Do you know this guy? Uh, no, he just, I got here, and he just started flying by, and seems like he was supposed to be there. He'd make a great team mascot, right? Yeah, I guess, I guess he would. I didn't so think about that. Aren't you supposed to be at school? What are you, how did you get to the astral plane? Is that where we are? Yeah. Yeah, you don't know that? Oh, sorry. I guess everyone's an expert on the astral plane all of a sudden. (laughs) That makes so much sense. I do know one person with a connection there. Yeah? Yeah, she, at Frogmont, she just walked me back to my room. So. What, what's her name? uh, Sabina. Do you know her? No, I don't. Yeah. This doesn't sound familiar. Hmm. Well, while you're here, um. How's Frogmont? You, you're still going there. Like you're supposed to be there, right? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm sort of there. I guess it, on the material plane, I'm. I'm there. I hope, unless somebody moved my sleeping body. I don't know. I. Esther might have dragged me out of the room. Apparently, I snore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's. It's good. It's. It's not what I was expecting. You know. So I guess you could probably relate to that. Yeah. No. It. Um. No. I mean, it just wasn't the place for me. 
Yeah, we were supposed to get the moderate room, and you know, got we got bumped down to the the old moderate dirt floors. Room? Yeah, there's a whole new system. That's a whole thing. Oh, um, and that then, sounds um, horrible. We, I really tried to make varsity, but my team, we, we were solid, and um, so we're on JV. And okay, that's good. I'm that's I'm really bad. trying to be a good team captain. I don't want to, you know. You have to be a good team cap. You have to be a good team captain, even if your team sometimes lets you down. I guess. Yeah. I try not to think about it like that. <laughs> How's a uh, mom and dad? Have Have you seen Felicity anytime soon? I know that she's playing. Oh, I thought you knew. What? No. Felicity's the new coach. Give me an insight check. <laughs> Thirteen. You see, like, uh, like the natural like surprise, like she didn't know that, uh, but you don't see anything past that. And uh, Joe says, "Felicity's at Frogmont. She's yeah, she's the Arcano Ball coach. How?" How is she? She seems pretty different. I guess, you know, that much time in the pros. She seems cooler. And she said, fuck. But she's she an said, adult. She, so. said, she said this. Yeah, which, I mean, I had never heard her say it before. I guess it's not that crazy. Yeah. For, you know, but that's crazy for Felicity. Now. I know. Okay. But I guess that's just how they talk in the yeah. in the big leagues. I don't know. I, I mean, I haven't seen her in a while but she didn't seem like that okay sauce you can't tell felicity that you've seen me oh why not she like like nestles into her little like traveling cloak and she goes i'm looking for someone someone or something i think it's like a little guy but i was told that i needed to find this guy and that's what i'm out here doing but i don't think you can tell Felicity that you've seen me. Can you promise me? Uh, yeah. Okay. I promise. But this is really weird. How long have you been in the astral plane? I don't know. It's it's hard to tell. There's yeah. no sun. Has anything? Has Felicity done anything weird? <sighs> Sawyer, you have to tell me. Uh, yeah. Okay. Things have been really weird. Um. Okay, fine. I'll tell you everything. We made friends with this with this little guy named named Big P, and he's um from Lorelei Village. Mm-hmm. And somebody kidnapped him. Okay. Is that the guy you're looking for? I don't know. Okay, well, I guess I do know one little guy that a lot of people are looking for. Now that I think about it, anyway, somebody kidnapped him, and and they and they and they dropped a a, a Frogmont administration badge on accident do you have any leads yeah felicity lost hers as soon as you say that you are blinded by light that like you can't see anything and then you hear sauce and then you hear like the beating of wings and then we are going to cut away from that we are now going to (laughs) i spilled i spilled (laughs) go back to i don't know who to trust we're going to go back to uh the little room and we are going to see esta esta you are in a trance Mm -hmm. uh which means your eyes are closed you are meditating uh you have a light focus on the room around you you hear the deep breathing and deep snoring of uh, your two sleeping friends. Um, And you hear Morrigan's slightly less deep breaths. Um, You notice it is also a little humid in the room. It's 
damp. It's really <laughs> gross, but it's also completely dark. And as you're sitting there, your mind starts to wander about things and day you've had. And then as your mind goes towards thinking about things that have happened, your senses pick up a change as the room around you dries up a little bit and gets smaller. And you open your eyes and you are in the powder room underneath the stairs in your home. There is a very plush chair. There are different powders. Uh, there's a large oak door uh, next to you, which it, you can hear people laughing. You can hear glasses clinking. And in front of you is a beautiful marble sink and an ornate mirror. As And as you look into the mirror, you don't see the Esta of today. You see a little four-year-old Esta. Uh, staring back at you. And also, you don't feel four years old. You feel like <laughs> you're, you know, 15, 16. Uh, describe what a little four-year-old Esther looks like. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> she would look like a... She's a little taller than a human four-year-old would be, but compared to everyone else, all the other elves in her life, she's very, very small. <laughs> all of her hair is braided very neatly back down her back and her hair is probably as long as she is tall. <laughs> she's got big ol' eyes, and she's wearing like a little blue, kind of like an Easter dress, you know? Yeah. Like little girls wear Easter dresses. Mm -hmm. She's like a, in a little blue Easter dress with like silver accents. Awesome. You uh, are looking at the mirror and you realize that you are, look like you're four years old, and then you hear a knock on the door and you hear the voice of like your older sister, Sume, say, Esta, I need you to get out of there. I need to powder my nose. <laughs> I sigh and I I pull open the door and I look up at her. She, what does she look like? She is probably a couple inches taller than me. She was probably, mm -hmm. she is like six, I guess. Yeah. So she's not much taller than me, but she she likes to act like she's way bigger yeah. than I am. Um, she like pushes you to the side and like moves past you. And then as you walk out of the room, uh, you are in the uh, main living room of uh, where you grew up uh, in Stormbreak, uh, but there is a large party happening. There's people dressed up in nice uh, formal attire. Uh, it seems to be some party that happened. Um, and I would say the Esta, you know, this is, this is a thing that happened. It's mm -hmm. far back in your memory. You're only four years old. You barely remember anything that happened here. And then I'll also say you see you're, you don't notice them at first, but you see the three other friends at Frogmont that you've met, and they are all younger versions of themselves. So can we go down the line real quick oh. uh, as we go? Can you describe like the little version of you? Let's go with Beans. Yeah, so if Beans is like normally he's about three foot two, so imagine him, he's only about like what, two feet tall? Oh. <laughs> um, and like it's kind of hard for him to like fully stand up on his little legs totally. <laughs> um, but he's just a tiny little he's even he's more round as a little tiny baby kitty oh. cat. Mm -hmm. Um and his face you can tell is like chubbier and his eyes are bigger and like <laughs> he just looks a little more like soft and fuzzy and fluffy and a lot less sticky. <laughs> oh. Uh Sawyer. 
Okay, same thing. If you've been imagining Sawyer round, get rounder. <laughs> uh, we're talking so small. If you push her over, she would roll away. Oh. And her the glasses she wears now at Frogma are like they they're like the rimless. Mm-hmm. They're just like the lens glasses. They don't have rims or anything. But when she was little, she had really thick rimmed like you know like the ones little kids wear. Little so they don't they don't fall off. Yeah. Like so they're like kind of like strapped to her head. But she still has like round glasses with really. Um, thick rims and she's kind of four years old yeah, yeah like four kinda, or five she's kind of like you know like bobbling around um there's kind of like um and there's like a big um stream of snot <laughs> like always dripping, yeah like always there dripping oh. out of her nose and every once in a while she goes <laughs> and it's and sucks it back in but not all the way and then it starts to drip out of oh my god <laughs> uh what about young morrigan so Morgan's probably just like a little bit shorter than Esta because she's normally like 5'9". So just think like mm-hmm. shrink it into like mm-hmm. baby elf, but she's smaller than all the other elves that are also her age. Like she, her growth spurt mm-hmm. hit last. Yeah. And if you have been imagining her ears too big for her face, get them bigger. Oh. They're like huge. Like they are oversizing her face and she's got like this bright red hair and it's going to be up in like two like little like space buns, but think like messy tufts. Yeah. Like she's been rolling around in the mud. Like, oh. Sticks sticking out of her two little buns. <laughs> and she's got like a bright green, like long, like elf style dress on. That's yeah. going to have like the long sleeves. It's got a rip in it. Like she's <laughs> been rolling around. Oh. Um, so you see all your new friends here. And also you guys are fully aware. You guys don't know how you got here, but you guys see uh, a young version of Esta. I'm very excited to be back at Stormbreak because we like we all grow up here when we're little mm-hmm. and then eventually we move to the capital to live with our dad when we're old enough. Mm-hmm. So like Stormbreak is like where I grew up and it's like what I would consider home. So I'm like looking around, like I don't notice you guys at first. Yeah. And then I, I like start to put the pieces together of like these aren't elves. That's a tabaxi. There's a halfling in there. Like yeah. I kind of like I do like a triple take on all of you, and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, hold on. <laughs> yeah, and and they aren't being like noticed. I would assume that people would probably notice like the different like tabaxi and halfling, but people like aren't noticing the uh, Morrigan Sawyer and Beans. <laughs> but uh, you've clearly seen with like your sister. Th- this seems like you seem to be material here. Yeah. Um. Okay, you guys see each other. I would just like to say that Morgan has been doing cartwheels in between all the. <laughs> oh. Nobody has noticed her. People sometimes like you'll like nudge someone and somebody won't be like, "Hey," they'll be like, "Oh, my balance oh. there for a second. <laughs> oh, I go. Um, right, she's fires under everybody's ass. <laughs> oh, Esther, this is your house. Yeah, it was. <laughs> wow. I thought what my are, halfling hole was nice. What are you guys doing? What am I doing here? Beans, how did you get even cuter? <gasps> I, I, I didn't know. Beans, cute. you're so <laughs> sleek. Hey, hey, hey. Look at that. Oh, rubs slides right <laughs> off. Slides <laughs> right off. There's not a good grip right now. I'm feeling very... Morgan watches this whole interaction and slides in like she's going to like tackle, you know, like when you have socks on your feet yeah. and you're like sliding through and she does that, but like straight at Beans <laughs> to pet the cat. Uh, you start patting on beans. All of a sudden, you guys hear a uh, like a big laugh happen <laughs> over in the corner. Uh, give me perception checks. Oh. Oh. 15. That's 15. For me, that's, that's good. good. 
11. 11. Dirty 20. Oh. Dirty 20. You got a four? Yeah. Okay. Morrigan, you look over, and I think out of this group, the person that you would recognize is Lord Arathis from Frogmont. This guy again? <laughs> you you point over to him, and you, like everyone gets the attention. Yeah, you get everyone's attention uh, in your little group. And Esta, you see that he's talking to your mom who's holding uh, your younger sister um, and he's also talking to your dad and your two oldest siblings mm-hmm. what do y'all do I, this is like kind of like a little bit of a ways away these people can't like they don't see us right not the three of you just not three. not sawyer beans and Morgan. Right? Yeah. yeah i'm just going Esta. over there to east Rap. okay yeah Morgan. i walk up to but i i walk up behind my mom and I kind of like reach, I reach for her hand. Yeah, uh, she she like looks down at you. She like changes your uh, your sister. What's your youngest sister's name? My youngest sister's name is Amra. Amra, she like sh- shifts Amra over to like, just like one arm and then she like reaches down and like holds your hand with her hand. She kind of like, they're, they're sitting in like a, it's like a love seat and like some chairs have been pulled up and it's just the the four of them, right? That's uh, mom, dad, no, no, five of them. Yeah. Uh, like kind of sitting in this little, area talking and there, I mean there's a couple elves who are listening in some like looking high-ranking officials Morgan you're kind of in the middle of this uh so you guys are kind of all find yourselves situated around this you see uh Lord Arathis like leans in talking to kind of everyone in this little circle um he says well we believe that we have solidified our hold and uh, sent them running like dogs uh and everyone your family uh, your family laughs and then your older brother leans in uh what's your older brother's name Solanaris uh Solanaris leans in and says under his breath running away where to where where and then your dad chimes in <laughs> Well, to the mountains, we believe. Don't worry, we've already sent a team to snuff them out, that little flame of ambition. And your brother stands up and says, well, I should be there too. You didn't send me. And some party guests like quiet down around them. And your father glares at your brother and says, sit down, Solaris. Solaris sits. Lord Arathus leans in and says, I have always appreciated your fire, Solaris, but the issue is being handled. Enjoy yourself. You've already fought in one war. You don't need to end a different one. You guys are tuning into this conversation. Esther, at that moment, you feel a little tug on your on your little like dress. Mm-hmm. Um, I turn to look. You see a little girl behind you. She has brown hair and blue eyes. You've never seen this girl before. And even in your like your memory, you don't recall this happening at this place. You 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 remember a little bit of that conversation between your brother and Lord Rathis. Uh, yeah. Uh, but this girl, you you don't remember, and she she tugs on your dress and she looks at you. And she goes, um, can you help me? Yes, of course. Um, I'm 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 looking for someone. Okay, um, I'll help you find them. Yeah, she's 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 tall, and she uh she has brown hair, I think. Actually, do do you know where the bathroom might be? Yes. <laughs> Come with me. Uh, you start taking her to the bathroom. Uh, you go to the powder room that uh, your sister was in. You see it's locked. And then you see this little girl like starts doing a little dance. And she's like, um, is, is there another bathroom? Like oh. upstairs or something? Uh, yes. And I, I, I say, well, we'll just go to mine. It's okay. Yeah. Um, I take her upstairs. You, t- you take her, this girl upstairs with you. And uh, you start walking uh, down the hallway with her. And you get to the bathroom. Esther, you realize that your friends have vanished somewhere along the way. You don't get any bad feeling. 
but this girl is about to go into the bathroom and she turns around and she goes, thank you so much. Uh, give me a perception check on her or an insight, whatever you have the most. It's an 11 for perception. I'll say on an 11, this girl actually looks to be like a little older than like the four-year-old Esther, maybe like a year older. Okay. Um, and as she turns to go into the bathroom, you could have sworn that it looks like there was hair underneath the brown hair and it might've been a little bit red. And the she closes the door as she goes into the bathroom. Give me another perception check. Use a different dice this time. <laughs> There's a two. Okay. You don't uh, hear anything uh, that you might've heard, but uh, you feel the party has gone quiet downstairs. Um, you don't hear any laughing or glasses clinking anymore. And uh, if you put your attention back to where the party was, back down the hallway, you see that it is now just darkness. And uh, if you were to like, take a step, you would notice that your shoes are in water. Like, and it's not super deep water. It's maybe like half an inch. And if you look down, you realize that you're now like fully grown now. Like you're at like your regular height. Oh. You're not four years old anymore. Okay. And if you look back at the door, the door is gone and there is just more darkness and void. Can there. I reach out to the door again? Yeah, if you reach out to the door, there's just nothing there. You don't feel anything. And then uh, if you look back again towards the party, you see these massive iron bars that are like as thick, like the width of these bars are probably two people, arms stretched out, holding hands. That's how wide wow. they are. And they are massive and they shoot up into the ceiling and they're you don't like, see how far they go. They're like iron pillars. Iron pillars, or, like columns, yeah. Yeah, columns. You stand there and then you look at these columns, these iron columns, uh, and then you realize that this actually forms like some kind of door. And on the door, there seems to be some kind of uh, circular mechanic, uh, mechanical seal or lock. And uh, what do you do? I walk towards it. So you walk towards it. And do you? would you say you go through the bars, the columns? You are effectively on like one side and there's another. Yeah. And I can like slip through. Yeah. Okay. There's can a I investigate the seal on the door? Yeah. Okay. Oh, my dice are failing. 16. 16. This is a lock that is sealing something on the other side. You are effectively outside of this door and something okay. is on the inside. And I'll say with that investigation on, as you like start to take a step past the uh, iron columns, you hear this very, very low grumble. reverberate through the cavern and you hear the water starting to slosh around and then we cut away from that. Uh, all right. Wowza. Ugh. We are going to uh, go back into the room and we look at the little sleeping body of Beans. <laughs> uh, Beans is snoring. Uh, 
Beans, you uh, are asleep. You're having, you know, little little cat dreams. Uh, like, what kind of dreams do you think Beans is having? Like, what, what are the normal dreams of Beans? Um, Beans likes to dream of the starry skies, mm-hmm. and that usually he's sitting in a nice field with his siblings. Mm-hmm. He likes to keep his dreams nice and light as much as he can, because if he doesn't, then they tend to be, I don't know, filled with infernal fire and fury um your dreams lead you back into the house that you grew up in what 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 uh, can you describe that place yeah it's it's very like dark on the inside like it's like the outside is like black stone mm-hmm. and it's built like a like a fortress like that you would see like in times of war okay. like it's like an old converted fortress from mm-hmm. the times of war and it's very like gothic architecture. So when you walk in, like there's a lot of like high arches and like kind of sharp decorations and corners mm-hmm. and it, everything is dark, um, black, like it's, everything is black, like, and maybe some hints of red in there, but it's pretty like a dull drab place that almost seems like a void. Gotcha. Um, but um, yeah, you walk into like a foyer and there's like a fire burning, like it's lit by like, magical fire torches all around you are um walking around this house and it's totally empty and uh you get to you're in the hallway that is walking towards the room did you did all did you and all your siblings siblings sleep in like one room yeah we slept like almost i like i almost think like a dormitory or like the classic like orphanage you see in movies where it's just a long hall of like really like shitty beds Mm mm-hmm um, we all slept like in the same room and there's just like one like small circular window at the top of it where like yeah. moonlight or daylight can like shine through. Um, as you're walking through the hallway towards this room, uh, you see into the room, you can see the moonlight coming through. It's nighttime. You can see the moonlight coming through that window. And then all of a sudden you see blocking, like stepping into the doorway is the massive Briar Knight. Uh-oh. And it just stands there, and then it begins slowly lumbering towards you. What do you do? I turn to like square up to it, and I go, "Okay, what do you want from me?" Um, it doesn't say anything, and as it walks closer, you can see that like what I described as like barbed wire or effectively like silverly like silver vines. Um, that cover it and it's 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 armor is rotten and it walks towards you and it still stands like massive it is ba- it is filling the entire walkway of the corridor and then it takes a knee in front of you and then puts its massive hand out to you beans is just like he's looking up at it and then well still even when he kneels down is still looking up at it yeah. like this just like <laughs> tiny cat in front of this giant knight and he looks at his hand and then he looks back at the like knight's face. It's there it's like, just like the head. Where the face would be. Yeah. Yeah, like the head. Mm-hmm. Um and he's like I can't just take a hand without knowing the intentions behind it. You're going to have to tell me something about what if I take your hand it will lead to. The knight just sits there and doesn't respond to you saying anything. Do you, do you wait for him to move or do you make a move? I think I'm going to make a move and I am, Beans is going to crawl in to his hand. 
He's not going to take it. He's going to, like, crawl up into it. Okay. And stand on it. I assume, right? That tracks size-wise? Yeah, you could do that. But as you do that, you feel like the knight... You stand in in his hand, and you feel the knight, like, kind of relax a little bit, and then immediately stiffens. And, Beans, you notice that the sword on his hilt starts glowing that red and all of like the the silvery vines start to glow and his hand that is holding you uh, stays there and starts trembling and then his other hand goes to uh, grab the hand that is like the arm that is holding you so it looks like he is like stopping himself from doing anything uh, what do you do? I think I immediately go into like fight or flight mode and I'm gonna I'm going to dive off the hand back towards the door that leads mm-hmm. out of the dormitory. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, like, in further into the house? Yes. Okay. He, uh, he like, lets go of his arm, and uh, and then, like, that arm that was holding you immediately reaches for, uh, immediately reaches for the sword that's on his hip, and then his other arm, like, starts trying to fight it again, and he starts walking towards you. Okay, listen, listen. I know that you don't want to do this, so either tell me what is making you do this, or you could you could just stop. I don't know. Let he throws the sword at you, and as the sword comes hurtling towards you, you black out, and as you open your eyes, you are laying on your back and looking up at the stars, but in in the night sky. But this is unlike any night sky that you've ever seen before. There are three moons and there are various nebulae, purples, oranges, reds that like streak across the sky. And in the distance, you can see what looks like to be like a school of fish like swimming in the sky. Wow. Are there stars? countless stars in the sky and you stand up and you see that the foliage around you is like from different biomes there's jungle trees but then there's like palm trees there's deserty cacti um, but like the ground at your feet is like a very soft grass and then you see in that school of fish that are far off in the sky they're moving you know, simultaneous in unison, and then all of a sudden they jerk towards you, and then they start like flying in your direction, not at you, but towards you. Mm-hmm. And then soon enough, you see uh, they get closer and closer, and they get bigger and bigger and bigger. And then you see behind them is this massive fish with its mouth open. It looks like it is the size of a city chasing these fish across the sky, and then uh, they race over you, just and you watch and you follow them as they. Uh, travel over you and you turn around and behind you at a fireplace with a cloak on is somebody and beans could you describe your sister cherry yeah so cherry is much taller than beans like a more classic tabaxi look of like sleek like six feet tall Mm -hmm. um jet black fur and the one thing about her is her eyes are like they're more pink but like obviously a shade of red, Mm -hmm. but they skew like lighter pink. Um, And she's cloaked, I would assume, is this like 
cherry in her current form or like a form when she like still lived with beans? This is, I, w- I, I said I would probably describe what she's wearing. You okay. haven't seen her in a bit. It was, um, what is the cherry that you know? Yeah, the cherry that I know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, yeah. Um, so then she would, she's just in the classic, like when we first met beans, like the black wraps around mm-hmm. the arms and the legs, but kind of nothing else other than her cloak. Yeah. Um, she's sitting at a fireplace um, and you hear she goes, hello, little bean. Hello, Cherry. What are you doing on the spirit plane? The spirit plane? Yes. Okay, Cherry, if I can be kind of honest with you, I don't really know how I got here. Do you? Um, I thought there was dreaming, and then a briar knight came in. Give me an insight check. Fuck me. Uh, Two. She nods her head at that. And then I tried to run away from him because I thought he was trying to kill me again. Is this the second time that's happened? And then I ended up here. What are you doing here? I am looking for someone and hiding from someone else. I have not located her. She has, I believe, red hair and uh, blue eyes. Do you know her name? No. Does she... um, I know that she... Does she play sports? I have no idea about this person. I just know. I was told that whenever I find them, I will know. Okay, well, you you always weren't the best in um, detective investigation class, so that's fine. Excuse me? Uh, Nothing. I didn't say anything. (laughs) I'm sorry. Who, Who are you hiding from? Father. Aren't we all? Me too. Beans, do you know anything about... So, I was in hell. And then I was waiting for my chance to escape. And then someone discovered the location of something very important. And father also found the location of something very important. But he was too late. Then one of his soldiers died. Do you know anything about that, Beans? Father is very upset. Can I roll it? I want to make sure this is actually charity. Yeah, or for like, sure. You know, I don't know what uh, perception. Insight, perception, Insight. investigation. Um, what's perception? Fourteen. This is. You're pretty sure this is Cherry. Do you want to like do anything? Do you want to like try to touch her or anything? Yeah, can I reach for her paw and try yeah. to take it in my paw? She takes your paw in her hand and she feels very real. Okay. And she she feels like Cherry. Um, Cherry, I'm going to be honest. So a lot has happened. I don't, I mean, you probably know this. I didn't really show up in hell when I was supposed to. I don't know how up to date. Yes, we were waiting for you. Yeah, sorry about that. I hope it didn't mess anything up for you. Well, father got mad, but that's okay. <laughs> Whoopsie dopsie. You know, that. <laughs> But I have made some new friends, and I'm actually I'm, I'm going to school. Very good. I'm going to Frogmont Adventuring Academy for young women. Oh, are you? You're not a young woman. No, but they accept everybody. They accept. There. That's good. A- and like wow. you know, people don't. You can't really tell which is which from a tabaxi. So like, it's not. Nobody really knows. Um, but um, me and my friends might have 
Well, me, I might have killed that soldier. But my friends helped, so not the solo mission. All right. I mean, I did it all on my own. I don't have friends. (laughs) It's good to have friends. Okay, good. You'll need them. Because with father's soldier being killed, he is preparing for something. And does he know where you are? He knew where I was. Okay. And then I moved from that location. Uh, But what is he preparing for like I don't know father was always preparing for something you know I mean you know oh yes big big conspiracy well it seems like the thing this seems like the thing that he was preparing for for all the years that he had us it don't it seems like that thing is closer than we thought beans uh you 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 see like the fish are like starting to swim by again and give me a perception check really dirty 20 you hear both of you here, off in the distance, some kind of roar, and it sounds like a large beast. And Cherry stands up, and she goes, that might be who I'm looking for. And she looks down at you and says, Beans, be strong, prepare yourself. I will take care of this, and I will have a plan next time we meet. All I can ask for you is to stay safe and become stronger. And then she puts out the fire. Wait, before you go, why can't I just be a normal boy who goes to school with friends? Beans. Little beans. I wish more than anything that you could be just little boy. Go to school. Be with friends. But there are some things that we must do. You are more than welcome to just be little guy. But as your sister, I'm asking you if you can help me. Okay. I will. But only for the good of everybody else. Because I don't think there's enough good in the world. That's... You're very right about that. And even though, even though you went to hell... It doesn't make you a bad person. Thank you. I mean, you didn't have choice, you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, but I know you're good deep down, and I know that we will do the right thing. But can you promise me that who you're looking for, what are you going to do when you find them? She's going to help me. So she is good too? I believe. Well, I have to hope. And then she gives you a hug, and then she gets up and starts walking uh, towards the sound. Uh, And then we will cut away from that. Okay, we go back into the room. We see Morrigan. Morrigan, you are uh, trancing just like Esta in the room, throwing rocks every now and then at your friends. Uh, But uh, whenever you are truly uh, trancing, um, uh, your eyes are closed, and your mind wanders to things that have happened, people you've met, you think about some people more than others, but then in a moment you feel that spot in your chest that you've come back to so many times. Uh, You feel it heat up a little bit and then you are aggressively pulled down and you would be pulled down onto the floor of the room that you're in, but then you get pulled down and that like jolts you awake, all your senses come back. Um, And you are back 
in the forest near the bus stop. Uh, you look up and you see down the path is the bus stop and you see your um, friends, Sawyer, Esta, and Beans are all there. And you guys, I would say the three of you all kind of felt very similar to Morrigan, this like strange pull in the middle of your chest, like your ribs were getting pulled down on the ground. And you guys all wake up and you guys are in this area. What the? Okay, is anybody else having crazy dreams tonight? Yeah, I feel like I've lived like four lives. Yeah. Is that you in there? Yeah. Yeah, look, we're all grown up. Oh, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Morgan's like frantically waving, like trying to run to them. Oh, sorry, I didn't see you there. Hey, how's it going? Where are we? Do you know? This is where I grew up. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. It's beautiful. Yeah, a lot of nature out here. A lot of nature out here. Uh, Why are we at a bus stop? Are you waiting for something? I, I, I don't know. This is where I caught the bus. You guys are waiting at this bus stop. And then, Morrigan, you see, the way I imagine it is, like, the bus stop is at, like, a long clearing. Like, um, it almost looks like a landing strip uh, where it's, like, goes far left and right. uh, And, like, you're at, like, the tree line. And then across from you is, like, much more forest, much more trees. You see on the other side of the tree line your little cat, Sparkles, Sparkles, uh, (laughs) comes walking through the tree line. What does Sparkles look like? Sparkles is a little white cat who like when the sun shines on her on her fur, it like quite literally like sparkles with the light, um, which is why I named her Sparkles. Um, And she's like, think normal cat size and then like shrink her down. (laughs) Like she is a tiny little cat. It's just like pure white with like blue eyes and a little pink nose. You see Sparkles comes like jumping out of the tree line uh, and she can talk, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she goes, Morgan, Morgan, um, is that you? Yeah. It's yes. me. Uh, Hi. She like, she Morgan do- runs. She does like the thing where like they like put like cats put like their legs on you and like want to be picked up. Yeah. Uh, uh, immediately I pick her up and she like curls around my neck. She uh, curls around your neck and she goes, Morgan, I, I, I need your help. I need your help. I'm, I'm looking for someone. Okay. Anything. Anything, Sparkles. Okay, Sparkles takes off into the other tree line. I would like to wild shape and follow Sparkles as a cat. Okay. Uh, And I assume you guys, the three of you, uh, Esta, Sawyer, and Beans, follow along? Yeah, Beans is going to be like, well, I guess I should get down on all fours. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It feels like right to you to get down on all fours uh, in this forest. You feel a little left out, aren't you, Sawyer? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Esta, how about you and me just, we could just run like, normal yeah you guys could run on all fours too <laughs> i don't i don't know if, i just wish i was a cat yeah. Morgan goes one day i'll be able to transform you into a cat oh, cool. really i can't wait for that day. oh i'm so excited <laughs> um you guys uh, are hopping along, uh, like running over these uh, broken trees uh, it's a very like thick forest mm. and then uh, Sparkles leads you to these ruins. And I would say, Morgan, you're probably f- further away, like on foot from your village than you've probably ever like adventured before. Um, you're not used to this area, but it looks like these are just kind of like some broken down ruins of maybe some old church or barracks, like they're like stone. And Sparkles uh, g- gets to like a little wall and, uh, she looks at you, Morrigan. She, does, she doesn't really address everyone else. She looks at you and she's like, 
Morgan, I, I'm sorry for my sudden urgency and just out of the blue, but um, do, do you trust me? Yeah. Okay. It's important to note, because I didn't say this before, that when Morgan wild shapes into a cat, she is one of those bright orange cats. <laughs> like, bright orange and a little chunky. Yes. Uh, are you still in, like, your wild shape? Yeah. Okay. Sparkles, uh, if you answer, you say, yes, you trust her. Uh, she goes around a corner, and you see that this leads down into some stairs that go down into the earth. Uh, do you follow her? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you go down these stairs and uh, you are right behind Sparkles and soon enough it is like very, very uh, dark um, around you and you don't really see anything except for uh, a light in front of you that's further down the stairs and uh, whenever you get to the bottom, Sparkles is waiting for you and the way it ends is there's like a wall and then there's a, seems like there's a corridor corridor that uh, splits off to the right. Um, and that's the only way to go. And you can't see what's down that corridor yet, but you can see like a red light like emanating from there. I'll definitely start going down that corridor. Uh, Sparkles is like, okay, uh, Morgan, I just want to say um, really quick. She kind of like pulls you back a little bit. She goes, um, Morgan, um, I, I'm looking for someone. And whenever we find her, uh, she, I believe she should look like, like some kind of cat and uh, we shouldn't be too far away from her, but th- we are going into a dangerous area, just so you know, Morrigan. Okay. As you both turn the corner, the rock around you in the stairs was like old and worn down and damp and really seems like hundreds of years old. You find yourself in a doorway surrounded by polished gray stone, and in front of you are these like large columns that are kind of uh, that are like red columns and it goes off to the left of you and goes off to the right of you um and there are there are sets of large columns in front of you and then there seems to be a large room and then there seems to be columns on another side of the room and you hear voices coming off down the corridor and uh, and the three of you are still there as well yeah following behind yeah and you guys are there i would like to stealth as a cat to go eavesdrop so as you keep walking, you're kind of hit by this heat that permeates the room. Uh, Sparkles is like sneaking next to you, and she's like, "This, this is not where it took me last time." Morgan, we might, we might need to get out of here. She whispers that to you. Morgan turns around to like all of her friends, and she goes, "This is gonna be dangerous." And you don't have to come if you don't want to. And then turns around and keeps walking. Um, you guys, you keep walking. What do y'all do? Would I recognize this place? No. Okay. Um, Beans is just going to keep following. But like his like hackles are raised. Is this similar to my dream where we're kind of like non-corporeal? I would like? say, yeah, but y'all aren't. Like, y'all are restricted. It feels like y'all kind of move around Morrigan, um, especially in this area. Okay. You can kind of only really see what Morrigan sees. So, like, you wouldn't be able to, like, spread out and do all oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprisingly stealthy, so I'm just going to keep... And I would say y'all would probably be able to, like, help her um, with, like, a stealth check or something like that. Do, but yeah. whenever, if we get there. Do we, like... Are we carrying the memories of the dreams we've been in? Like, is this, like all happening at the same time or is it like in progressive order that's why i said like oh we're grown up because i thought we were yeah i'll say like it like yeah we have these you have the memories of your dreams morrigan you hear a voice uh in this hallway 
And I'll say you guys don't really hear a lot of it. You guys maybe hear bits and pieces of this. It says, yes, I have my own agent searching for him as we speak. No need for you and your dark magics. And then you hear a female voice say, oh, I will do as I see fit. My followers have a wonderful reputation. And then the other voice says, do you not remember the last time? She almost destroyed the entire school. They would have traced it back to you. It is good thing she died. Oh, yes, but it was a pity. There's a long pause in between their speaking. Almost like they're looking at each other for a long time. And then you hear, she, she did die. Correct. Oh, yes, she, she was destroyed. Give me a stealth check, Morgan, And you can do this with advantage with your friends helping you. Yeah. Uh, you're good. You hear the voices start talking again. Anyway, I want to know, are you handling business in your own neck of the woods? What do you mean? Well, you have two bastards on the loose. Morrigan, you hear a loud growl after that sentence. Sparkles, like, nudges you. She goes, Morgan, we, we need to get out of here. We need to get out of here right now. Give me another stealth check. This time, no advantage. The seven. Oh. You hear, it does appear we have some guests though. And uh, you hear like pounding, like a four legged beast is like running towards you, growling. And Sparkles pulls on you, he's like, run, run, Morgan, we have to run. What do you do? Okay, is it, is the space that we're in, is it like fiery or is it just hot? It's just like hot. Okay. Sparkles takes off. And it, it looks like she goes past the door though. Okay, so I'm gonna take off after Sparkles. But as I run, like after sparkles, I'm gonna wild shape into my wildfire spirit so that now I am just like, I am like also my cat, but also like there is fire like as a distraction. Okay. So as like we run after sparkles in order to keep them from like looking at us, like I send out my fire spirit over like where they are and send it in a different direction. Sparkles runs between the feet of these two large knights. And to y'all, they look like the Briar Knight, but they're not, they're not like corrupted or rotten or anything. They look very normal. And they stand in the doorway as Sparkles like runs past them out of this hall, out of this like great hall. And so it is just you, you summon this fire spirit. And then uh, if you turn around to look at the thing that's coming after you, Beans, can you describe your dad? I knew it. <laughs> I knew it was him. Um, so if you can imagine, Cherry was like six feet tall. My dad is like pushing seven feet. Mm -hmm. And he's like buff and burly and covered in like his face is scarred. Um, on his face, you can, there is a fresh set of like not quite healed scars um, three claws across his face mm -hmm. and they've maybe gotten some of his eye, but he has red eyes. You turn around and see Bean's dad and you would recognize this because you saw his face in the fire whenever the thing died, uh, but Did now he, he is- he those scars when we saw him in the fire? Wait, I... Yeah, like he looked exact, he okay. looked exactly the same, but now he looks like real. I was <laughs> yeah. dead when that happened. Uh, okay, so- <laughs> So, so you... I wouldn't recognize So. Him. No, time. you weren't dead. You were, you were brought up. I was downed until after that. Until, like, you were downed in the middle of the fight? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, okay. So you, so okay, you, you don't recognize him. So you. But everybody else would. Yeah, everyone else would. That's um, his dad. Oh, and, watch out! That's my dad. Um, <laughs> give, uh, give me a wisdom saving throw. Motherfucker. That's a twelve. You feel it not coming from him, but from the other person he was speaking to. You feel your ribs, you know, like a hand picks you up by your ribs and like lifts you up into the air. And as Beans' dad like pulls out, what what weapon do you think he has? Probably like a like a whip or like a chain whip. He pulls out like this this whip, and he like flicks it and it like straightens out and it has like this like pointy edge to it and so it's like stiff like a sword Uh, and then he like points it to your neck you hear the voice uh, that he was speaking to say oh so you're her little pet as you start like being carried towards her and you don't see the face of this person as they are like facing away from you but you just see like long black hair that like goes to the middle of her thighs and she's wearing like a long red cloak and then the woman who is like holding you like she has her hand up and then she says I am not going to mess with her toys just yet and then you feel like your ribs, the hand goes away from your ribs and you like are falling to the ground and everyone else, like you guys feel like you guys are sinking into the ground. And then you hear these loud screams, like rhythmic screaming in your ear and like loud knocking. And then you all bolt awake and uh, you hear uh, the voices of Sapphire and uh, Raven and Igneous uh, yelling, wake up, wake up, we gotta go, we gotta go, we're gonna be late to class, y'all slept in. And then, like you guys realize that it's like the bell, the bell is going crazy. And that is where we will end the session. Holy Hyperia. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm the pet. Yeah. Uh, she, thought, she thought you were sparkles, maybe. No, I think no, I think somebody's whatever. possessing like whoever she is referring to as she is possessing you, oh. and she they like they've talked about it, so they because they that. made you do a little dance. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> uh, if we will save that for the sh- uh, for the not the short, we'll save that for the study break. Um, please uh, interact with uh, our, our our Spotify posts on mobile. Have like little questions that you can answer now. Uh, interact with those. Uh, follow our Instagram, our TikTok. Uh, join our Discord. You can find all those things in the description. Um, anything else that I'm missing? No. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Thank you.